sometimes I, I get a little weary traveling this You're listening road. to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. Somebody held me up to God when I was feeling down. I'm so glad that somebody prayed. I can't sing it now. Oh, somebody got got another prayer prayer through. Somebody touched the Lord. Somebody just touched heaven for another another need once more. Somebody prayed till the Spirit came. Somebody called on Jesus' name. Somebody knocked upon heaven's door. Another need once more. Somebody prayed till the Spirit came. They called on Jesus' name. Somebody knocked upon heaven's door. Somebody touched the Lord. Now when I needed healing and I felt too low to pray, somebody interceded and my healing came. So help me, Lord, to pray for those standing in the need of prayer. Just once more, somebody touch the Lord. Oh, somebody got a prayer through. Somebody touch the Lord. Somebody just touched heaven for another need once more. Somebody prayed till the Spirit came. Somebody called on Jesus' name. Somebody knocked upon heaven's door. Somebody touched the Lord. My soul was sick and dying. I was bound. Somebody called upon the Lord till sweet redemption came. Somebody held me up to God when I was feeling down. I'm so glad somebody prayed so I can sing it now. Oh, somebody got a prayer through. Somebody touched the Lord. Somebody just touched heaven another need once more. Somebody prayed till the Spirit came. They called on Jesus' name. Somebody knocked upon heaven's door. Somebody touched the Lord. When I needed healing, felt too low to pray. Somebody interceded. Soon my healing came. Help me, Lord, to pray for those standing in the need of prayer. Somebody touched the Lord. Somebody just touched another need once more. Somebody prayed till the Spirit came, called on Jesus' name. Somebody knocked upon heaven's door. Somebody touched the Lord.
Bible says, but I say unto you that every idle word men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words thou shalt be justified, and by the words thou shalt be condemned. I read that this week, and that now you, you read what I think about what I said there, or what I read there. That every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof on the day of judgment. I read that, and of course that scares me. And does it scare you? And I said that, and, I, and uh, there was an old preacher. He'd, he'd run around and preach, and I can't remember exactly what his name was, but every every little bit he'd stop just a little bit, and he said, "I thank God I'm saved." And I and I look at that, and I said, and I, that's the very thing that come to me when I read that verse. And the, the other verse says, "For by the words you shall be justified, and by your words you shall, thou shalt be condemned." And I read that, and how many's ever said something that they wish they hadn't said? Want to take it back? Me open my mouth when it shouldn't have been open. Can you say, man, retaliated when I shouldn't retaliate it? Said something about something that I really didn't know a whole lot about, but I said it anyway and found out it was wrong. Anybody ever done that? So every idle word that a man shall speak, thou shalt give an account thereof. And I was pondering on that, and, I, and I, I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad for Jesus. I'm glad. Uh, that, that when I stand on the day of judgment, whenever that is, when the book's open, I, I want them to see the blood of Jesus because there are going to be times in my life that I wished I'd done better, wished I'd done this, and wished I'd done that. But I, I read that and think of the things of the things that I, I could have done better on or said better or had a chance to say something. Uh, it says your words you'll be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. I want to say good things, don't you? The Bible says, but let your communication not, not be communication be, but yea, yea, and nay, nay. What the Bible says, for whatsoever is more thereof is much more evil. So basically we'd be saying yes and no and go right on about our own business. That's basically what I'm, the way I understand that. Can you say amen? Instead of throwing in my two cents worth when it really don't matter. Can you say amen? Just answer yes and answer no and go on about your business. Can you say amen? That, that's simpler, easier said than done. Can I get an amen on that? The Bible says a good man, but the good man out of a good treasure of his heart bringeth forth which is good. And an evil man out of his of evil treasures of his heart forth shall be of evil. For the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. You say amen. From the abundance of the mouth, or from the abundance of the heart, I'm saying that way, the mouth is going to speak. Amen. It is important what we put down inside our heart. You say, I mean, it's important what we watch. It's important what we listen to. Because what we watch and what we listen to, if we ain't careful, it'll creep down in our heart and come out our mouth. You say amen? So if we're putting in good things, there will be good things coming out. And if they're putting in bad things, sometimes other bad things come out. Can you get an amen on that? The Bible says, A heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And, 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 and I'm going to go on to different stuff here in just a few minutes if the Lord help me. But uh, I got to thinking of everything that's come out of my mouth in 44 years. I thought how old I am, man. I'm, I'm just going to teach tonight instead of preach. That'll be all right. But anyway, it'll be uh, everything. That, and I got to sit down and pondering on that. And I'm glad for the blood of Jesus Christ tonight. I'm glad that somebody was willing to save me when I wasn't worth saving in the same way with you all. You say, man, the Bible says that while we was yet sinners, Christ still loved us. I, that's one of my favorite verses, and I cling to that because there was a, a lot of time in my life, for about 20 years of my life, I wasn't worth nothing. You say, man, but Jesus seen thought to save me. He looked past every idle word, every bad thought, everything that I've ever done, all the good that I've ever done, and he looked past all that. And all the I, I wrote down the, all the, the the, the, every every lie I've ever told, every hateful thing I've ever said, 
uh, every, every selfish thing, every dirty thing that I've said. Come on, anybody with me? Uh, the ever uncaring, critical, proud, any, anything that I tear down or said anything to my land. The Bible says we're going to be, uh, we're going to be held accountable that on the day of judgment. I got to think, I'm glad I got saved. You say, man, I'm glad that when he looks at me, he, I, there's going to be things that he ain't going to be pleased with, but I'm, there's one thing he is going to be pleased with, and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. You say, man, that is the main thing in our life is to be saved when that time comes. You say, man. And I was looking, and there's a lot of times I wish I could go back and do it over. Anybody else do that? There's things, that I'm not saying I would have murdered anybody else or done all that. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying there's things that I've done, things that I've said that I wish I'd handled it different. I wish I'd said things different. And what got me to turn to this is we were sure one time, I guess, making a radio broadcast, and I am the worst at trying to speak on something, knowing that somebody's going to hear what I'm going to say because I can't say it. I can have it wrote down right in front of me, and I won't even say what it says. Anybody else that way? So they had me a little verse wrote down here of how I was doing the advertisement of the radio. It took me forever to get it right. You see, I mean, it was just a little sentence or two, but I had to look at it and say it where we could actually publish it on the radio. So they had to go back and edit it different times. You say, man, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of times uh, uh, you'll see that in a movie or a radio or anything like that, and they'll show you the whole movie and back to the end of the movie. They'll go out and show you all the bloops and the blunders and the things they've done, uh, cutting up and making fun. And that's the way we are. There, there's a lot of bloops and blunders and things in our life that we mess up in that need to be edited out. You say, man, there ain't but one thing that can edit out, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ. You say, man, that is the only thing that can cover the remissions of sins. You say, the Bible says, I think it's in Acts 10 and 43, it says to give all account prophet witness that through them, that through his name, that whosoever shall believe in him shall have the remission of sins. And I I seen that, and I read on down to, I guess it was Micah 7 and 19. It says, He will turn again, and He will also have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities, and thou shalt wit to cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. You say, man, I'm glad that I don't have to answer for the things that Jesus has done took care of. You say, man, I'm, Jesus has done, faced it all. He's done, overcame death, hell, and the grave for us tonight. All we have to do is trust in Him. I know one thing. When I'm standing there in that line or everywhere that's going to be on that judgment day, I'm going to look and I'm going to say, I'm glad. That would be one time in our life that we will definitely be happy that we serve Jesus down here. Can you say amen? We may have to go through a few things down here and be persecuted a few things uh, and maybe do without some things down here, but there's one thing in time. When you look at that and the person standing beside of you don't have Jesus and you got Jesus uh, and you know that last breath has left your body the same way it was with a thief on the cross uh, that one wanted nothing, uh, nothing to do with him. The other just said, Lord, just remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. He said, this day, Lord, and he, 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 I I want to be on that side. I want to be on the right side when it comes right down to it. You say, man. But every idle word, that scared me when I said that uh, or I read that or I seen that. And, uh, and I got to thinking, man, I'm glad that I've got Jesus on my side tonight because uh, there's things in my life that I that I just messed up in that I wish I had to do over again. Uh, there's times that I could have said no or yay and went on about my own business, but I went ahead and threw in my two cents. Anybody else been there with me? But I'm saying tonight, uh, they're, 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 you're never going to get good enough to be saved. You say, man, you're going to be saved by grace through faith. And when you get saved, I believe God cleans you up, don't you? I believe God corrects you. I believe he'll take everything that you said. The Bible, I'm going to read on different things here if the Lord will help me. The Bible says, My brethren, be not of many masters, knowing that you shall know the greater condemnation, that in many things you shall offend. If any man offend not in word, is a perfect man, and also that bridleth his whole body. You say, man, behold, he put the bits in the horse's mouth, that they may obey us, and they turn from their whole body. 
And the Bible says, Behold, the ships whom which thou also be great was driven with the fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a with a very small helm whatsoever the governor listeth, even so the tongue, this thing right here that I'm talking with tonight, gets us in trouble. Now it can bring good things out, you say, man. It ain't all bad. I know it's this stuff, this kind, but I'm just saying we can either bless people, we can curse people, or we can hurt people. You say, man, why can't we just learn to say good things? And if it ain't, if it, if it ain't worth saying, don't even say it. You say, man, if you can't say something good about somebody, you're not going to be happy with everybody. You're not going to be pleased with everything. Oh, the Bible says a tongue is a far, it's a world of iniquity. So the tongue among many members, it defileth the whole body and setteth a, in the fall and the, curse of, the course of nature and is set, far, it is set on the far of hell and that every kind of beast, the birds, the serpents, and I've said on this up before, the birds and the serpents and the seas and the things of the sea is tame. You can tame these things. You say, man, how many have ever seen them tame a lion? They'll crawl through a hoop, jump through far, they'll do everything known to man. They've got birds that are set up there and they'll sit on your arm and they'll talk and they'll go all this. they got serpents. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you, they, they can play a flute or whatever it is and a serpent will come up out of a basket in them other countries. I know we handle them here in the, in the, in the mountains. I, I know some of them people do anyway. Uh, but uh, the things of the sea, they'll take a whale or a dolphin and teach you to swim around a, a big old tank or something and teach you to jump up in there. You can tame those things, but there's something that can only tame this thing that sits inside of our mouth that does help people, but it also can curse people and put people down and hurt people. You say, man, that there ain't but one thing out, and that is the dose of salvation. You say, man, I couldn't clean my mouth up. You say, man, I, I, I try to do it a while. I try to quit cussing. I try to quit lying. I try to quit saying this and try to quit saying that. And, and until I truly got on the rock, like I preached here Sunday night, until I, until I got like Peter, I got tired of playing around, if you want to say it that way, and finally got serious with God. And I think a lot of people in our life that we go through things, we go through ups, we go through trials, and we just don't, we don't do what we always need to do is that a good way to say that but, uh, but when you when you truly hit that rock when you truly find what you need he will he will start uh, uh, washing your mouth out if you want to say it that way he'll tell you how I'm not going to say he's going to take soap and wash you out like mama used to do that if she caught you saying a bad word or something like that but uh, I'm saying tonight that God will wash you and clean you uh, and make you what you need to be you say man uh, those things that I used to say those things uh, those mean and hateful things that I didn't care what anybody else anybody been there with me I'd say this and say that and didn't care who heard me or, who for her or whatever, anything about it. But I'm saying today, I'm glad God changed me. He changed my heart. You say, man, he, he went down on the inside and it comes out on the outside. You say, man. So it's important today that we take the Word of God, read the Word of God, listen to the right kind of music, the right kind of things, and, and, and sow that down in our life. Because you know what? I want that to come out. The Bible says from the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. You say, man. So I want to sow good things so I can sow good things. Uh, say good things to you uh, out here in the world. You say, man, but the Bible says, no, the, but the tongue no man can tame. It is an unruly evil. It's full of what the Bible says. It's full of deadly poison. Whether this, we bless God, even the Father, wherewith the curse, uh, curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. And the Bible goes on to say that out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursings, my brethren. These things ought not to be so. So I scratch our head, and we all scratch our head. Wondering how we can stand up in here. I always said this. And praise God on Sunday and cuss on Monday. Same people. Don't work. These things ought not to be sold. That's what the Bible says. You say, man. But how many times do we see that? And we know that's out there. You say, man. 
I know people struggle with things. I know people have habits and they pick up this and they pick up that. But if you'll truly get down and repent of your sins, you say, man, you're going to need him after a while because the Bible says that every idle word we're going to have to take an account of. And if we don't have the blood of Jesus applied to our life, those little things that we're saying, if we're playing church, saying this and saying that, we're going to have to hold accountable for everything that we said, every time we talked about somebody, every time we lied, every time we, we told something that wasn't the truth about somebody or said something or cursed somebody or said something bad to somebody, we're going to be held accountable for that. You say, man, so when I get to judgment day, when we get to judgment day, when we get down there to where, where it really, this is what it really matters. This is why that we go to church. This is why we serve the Lord is to hear those words, enter in thou good and faithful servant. That's why, that's why, that, that is why I'm here. My, I, I want to go to heaven. How many wants to go to heaven? I want to go to heaven more than anything in my life. You say, man, and if you don't want it that much, and you know what, and I would advise you to come to the altar and find your relationship with Jesus Christ. But it will be the number one. The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God. It didn't say the kingdom of this world. It said the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these other things would be added into us. You want a good job? Put God first. You say, man, you, you want a blessing? You want a good home? You want a, you want a good life? Put God first. And I promise you, it says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things would be added unto us. You say, man, you're never going to get too religious to be saved. You're never going to get too good to be saved. You just got to come just like you are. I made a trade one time with God. He got me an old sinner boy, and I got salvation. You say, man, I got born again one day. He got the bad end of the trade, but he got me, and I got the hope of heaven one day. You say, man, because I put my faith and my trust in this man called Jesus Christ. That is one trade that I come out good on. You say, man, that is one time that I made a good trade. I make a lot of bad trades in my life and come up burnt and this way and that way. But that's one time I come out on the better end. But you know what? Jesus wanted me to come out on the better end. He wanted to come down here. He come to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. He didn't. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's what it's about tonight, children. That's what it's ever been going to be about. So while we're in this world and in this body, how many can say, I could not say as much as I do. Sometimes we need to speak up. You say, man, can I say it that way? I know I'm preaching it one way and telling it another way. There's time stuff needs to be said. You say, man, that's the law of the problem with the church, and I guess I'm going against what I'm talking about right here. There's times that we need a backbone and stand up for what this word says and stay in the word. I mean, come on now. Don't get out of the word. Draw the line and say, this is where I stand. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wavering. I'm not going to the right. I'm not going to the left. I've, I, I've drawn a line in the sand, and as yours where I stand with you, you're either going to stand with me or you're going to stand against me. You say, man, that's what I'm saying. Tonight. But there's times that we need to speak up and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Whether you like me, whether you don't like me, whether I'm this or whether I'm that, whether I look to suit you, whether I don't look to suit you, whether my hair is the right color or the wrong color, whether I draw the wrong color, I don't matter what. I'm just saying that for me and my house, we're going to seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And if nobody else does it, then you know, that's fine, that's something. But I'm saying that we got to draw the line in the sand and say, look, you can have the world, just give me Jesus. Give me more of Jesus. Give me more of his love, more of his mercy, more of his grace, more of his want to, more of his drive, more of a desire to make it to heaven one day. That is what I'm saying tonight. But there's times in our life that we could say less. Answer yes, answer no, and go on about your business. 
How many's ever done that? Somebody said, whew. Probably opened her mouth today and we shouldn't have. Might have been yesterday. <laughs> I'll just tell you that. I guess I'm talking about my job. But if you have to deal with the public, working a job with the public, you'll learn to bite your tongue. Because if you don't, you'll get in trouble. Got jumped on to. I get jumped on to a lot. But anyway, I'm just... A whole lot in what I do. So, so I was one time I went down. I had a Jackson Energy coat on. wasn't even my coat. I don't even work for Jackson Energy. If you just don't know that, and I, I dread some of the talkings that I hear that they have to take and go on with. And Chris is, I guess, somebody else really work for Jackson. I don't know if anybody else does or not. All I done was walk into the restaurant down there, and I, it's a coat my mama got me. It's in the wintertime. Now I had that on my coat, and I sat down there. And I, don't know if, I don't know if Chris may cut his electric off or something. I don't know. But I walked in there, and here he went, yakking right on me. I said, hold on. I said, I don't even work for these people. I said, ain't no sense jumping on me. Say, man, there's times in my life that we do retaliate, and it don't really accomplish hardly anything. You say, man? Jesus cut a call for, the, for the, the, the angels of heaven to come and stop it. But he said, Father, not my will be done, but your will be done. Come on, I, we, we, in a way, we got to be as bold as a lamb, but in a way, we got to be as humble as a lamb. I don't know, that, that's something you got to work out. The Bible says you got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So you, you basically got to work that out for yourself. You say, you got to handle it, and you're ever, you got to know when to speak up. And there's times to speak up when you can say the very thing that needs to be said. You say, man, that will help somebody. And there's times that, that we do speak up when we don't need to say anything that we can tear down. Come on. I'm not going into details. I'm just saying we can tear down and cause more damage than good. You say, man, I want to be uplifting people. I want, I want to be judged someday for saying, I want to be justified for saying the right things. You say, man, I don't want to be condemned for saying the wrong things. You say, man, I want to say what is in my heart, and that is to bless people and to help people and to encourage people and tell people there is a God in heaven that loves them. There is a plan of salvation that is paid for on the cross of Calvary. It's free to anybody and everybody that that's willing to come and lay down their life and lay down at an altar of repentance. All you got to do is say, God, save me. I believe in your son. You, you draw me up here. You got me up here. And that's a hard thing to do anymore. It's hard to, to, to get anybody to, to, to feel that brokenness or that broken heart and that contrite spirit. That, we, that, that That's what it takes to save somebody. How many believes that? You got to be broken to want to be saved. You got to come to you with godly sorrow, with tears in your eyes, that heart of pounding 90 miles a minute. Everybody been there? And you, you I want wanted that to leave me one day. You say, man, I'd said a lot of wrong things. I'd hurt a lot of people. There's a lot of times I wish I'd went back and done this and done that. But it took Jesus Christ to save me and wash me, me coming to an altar of repentance, calling upon him, saying, Lord, I'm not worthy to be saved. Would you forgive me? Would you wash me? Would you cleanse me? I believe that you that you came and rose, that you did to give your life on the cross of Calvary, that you rose again on that third and glorious morning, and you're sitting on the right hand of the Father, making inner 
intercession for each and every one. It took Jesus for me to see what I needed to see. When I got up from that altar, you know what? I'm not perfect. Ain't none of us are. I do things I shouldn't do. I say things I shouldn't say. But you know what? I'm quick to repent. Like I said about Peter here the other night. I don't want to let it linger like it did with Lot. I don't want to linger around in Sodom and Gomorrah and get caught tied up in the world and the things of this world. They tell them. They come to them and tell them to get your, get your family out of there. But Lot lingered. And a lot of times we linger in something that we don't really want to give up yet. But it takes Jesus sometimes to open up our eyes and see the shape and the situation that we're ever going to be in. You know what? It took Jesus to make me quit talking the way that I used to talk. Amen. It took Jesus to make me quit cussing. It took Jesus to make me quit doing the things that I used to say. It took a new heart. I got a heart transplant, if you want to say it that way. That old stony heart was left on an altar of repentance, and I got a new one put down inside of me, and I don't even see things the same anymore. I don't even think the way, the way that I used to think. Anybody been that way? Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. I'm a new creature. You're a new creature tonight in Christ Jesus. Preacher, I can't go back and make it right with that one. You can if you get saved. Amen. You get a good dose of it, you'll go back. You will go back. There ain't, there ain't no... There ain't no might. There ain't no. Uh, you will go and make it right. I promise you, God won't leave you. He won't leave you the same way He found you. Amen. He'll take whatever it is, all that bitterness, that hatred, that jealousy, that envy, that strife that we build up in our lives that draws walls between us. You say, man, anybody been there? I've had a wall between us. It's all there. But you know what? We can mark the same way they did there in the Bible and it can come falling down. There's walls in our life today that we build up and we hold grudges and we hold it against people because this is said and that's said and we let them can I say it this way? We let an anthill grow into a mountain. You say man and it's a lot easier to just go ahead and take care of the anthill and knock it down and fix it before it gets way out of control because you know what? Sometimes it gets over our head and we can't it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the problem gets larger and larger and it's the larger we can't even do anything about it but if we'll take care of it for it starts consuming like I say many times it takes the little foxes that'll spoil the vine it can start out with something real small and you think it ain't that big but if we keep doing and keep lingering around it and staying around it and using that and using that next thing you know that thing starts consuming our lives I know I was going to say all this but if we'll what's Barney Five say Nip it in the bud. Right off the bat. Stop it. It's a lot easier to handle. Can you say, man? But if we keep feeding that problem or this flesh, it's going to grow and grow and grow. You say, preacher, I, there ain't no way I can go. Hey, yes, you can. Yes, you can. They know, yes, you can. There ain't no way I can quit drinking. Yes, you can. Come on. There ain't no way I can quit the drugs and the alcohol. Ain't no way I can quit lying and cheating and stealing. I've done that all my life. I've done it for 40 and 50 years. I've done it for 60 years. If you truly get saved, it'll stop. Will you have troubles? Yes. Yes, you'll be tempted. You'll have hang-ups. You'll have times that the devil jumps right on your shoulder and tries to pound you in the head and tell you ain't no good and tell you you're a liar and you'll mess up somewhere in your life. Come on now. You'll do something that, that, you, that you wish you hadn't done. And you know what? The devil will jump right on. Why don't you just quit? 
You've already messed up. You already said something you shouldn't have said. It slipped out, but still, it came out anyway. But you know what? Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. As long as you're willing to repent of it and call upon him and not let that consume your life and not let it take over your life, you know what? You can find forgiveness the moment you call upon him. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for each and for and all we have to do is be willing to call him and Lord it's me again hey Mike I take a lot of visits to him don't you nah, I should say weekly it's more than weekly daily who was it Daniel prayed three times a day was it Daniel I think it was Daniel prayed three times a day pray without ceasing if we go around with a with a with a, with a mind of spirit of what I'm trying to say to pray continually if we go around with him with him all the time on our mind on our heart I know we don't all do that but you know what the more we do that the less trouble we get in amen if we're thinking on him continually if we're talking to him continually there's no time for this stuff to, to creep in our lives there's no time for this stuff the fiery darts to kind of get through the hole the Bible says to put on the whole armor of God and the, that the fiery darts a lot of times he tries to find an avenue in every one of our armors you say man because when we get saved we put on the whole armor of God we get born again and washed in his blood but you know what if we ain't careful we'll let down a shield sometimes we'll forget that we'll leave an opening will leave a, uh, an avenue of where he might be able to sneak in and promise you, I promise you that he knows your weakness. And the things that bother you may not bother me. And there's things that bother you that, uh, that may not bother whichever, you know what I'm trying to say. But I'm saying he'll try to come to you at your lowest point and when he gets you down, he'll kick you when he's got you down. He'll stomp on you if you'll let him. But I come to tell you tonight that we are more than overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. We, we are overcomers by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb tonight. That is our hope and our strength and we have to use the Word of God. We are begotten by the Word of God. We have to use the Word of God to fight our battles. You say, it's a spiritual battle. Can I get an amen?